live from Brooklyn, New York, season four. This is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. and gentlemen welcome to another edition of stay busy with armand sadler where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture i am so 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 excited to be back potting full time um we, we was pretty active this summer but it still felt like I, I was on pto and um you know the pto has run out we back to work we back in the office i am charged up and excited to be here and there are many reasons that i'm excited to be here but first of course for any of our new listeners who don't know me, my name is Armand Sadler, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers, um, Vibes New Hip Hop Reporter, very, very exciting times, um, verified now on IG, pretty crazy. Um, I was, I, I was, yeah, yeah, you know, you could clap it up for that, I guess, you know, I was, I, I, I felt like I was verified before I was verified, to be honest. I, I would tell people that I was just the, mo- the most lit unverified nigga but now i'm here so all you niggas who had the check long before me i'm i'm sorry I, i've kind of just stepped over y'all like uh ai did uh tyron lou but one of the reasons that i'm excited to be here um as you know last season um nick who is here in studio doing executive producing at a high level as only he does um he has stepped back into a full-time executive producer role using his gifts from tv and be, being a child actor and all that shit you know what i'm saying he's he's using his expertise to help on the back end and make sure that the show is as lit as possible and i had to make sure that the person who is sitting in nick's uh former seat is someone of high quality high level um and you know i'm very excited because he he's bald as well um you, you you have heard this man on the need to know podcast you have seen his work with the joe button podcast you have read his inspirational tweets you have seen that kiana lede is following him on twitter you have seen him with neo you have you, you, this man is just undeniable you've seen him everywhere oh. honored to call him a friend honored to call him my brother he'll be a very consistent friend of the show you will hear his voice a lot in the busy verse none other than my guy Savon Slater, welcome, my brother. Well, welcome. God damn, talk about an intro! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Thank you, man. Honestly, you know, I, I feel like out of all the cool things that you listed, mm-hmm. I think being followed by two of the people that I really rock with that mm-hmm. might be at the top of the list for oh, me. Absolutely, so, man. thank you for dropping that in there. A of lot course. of people try to, you know, they throw the the, the podcast that I worked yeah. on and some of the things that I've done. Mm-hmm. But it's all about social media, honestly, bro. Right? Clout. That's, that's what we're here for. We're here for clout. I need the follow. <laughs> so thank you, and I'm also. Uh, uh, like 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 you said, I'm followed by somebody else who was verified, mm-hmm. and my guy Armand Sadler. So thank you, man. Appreciate you, and congrats to thank all you. your success. Thank like, you, man. Thank when you. When people say off season, you know, you go in, you you zero dark thirty on some LeBron James playoff shit. Like yeah. that's what you did, and yeah. and the work shows for itself. So thank y'all for having me here on season four. Yeah, man, we're really really excited to have you. Um, the episode you and Alex were on was genuinely one of my favorite episodes. We had so many great conversations, and so when this potential partnership 
was put on the table, I was like, absolutely. Like, yeah. this just makes makes perfect sense. Like, I, sure. I, I genuinely enjoy talking to you. <laughs> so I'm just like, Same. yeah, yeah, let's let's get this shit popping. So Bald and Busy is here. <laughs> you, niggas, you niggas in trouble. <laughs> Yo, you know, there's a lot of people who don't realize I'm bald. Yeah, because you always wear hats. You, yeah. you, 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 you don't be letting it shine, bro. You, know, you got you to gotta let it shine. You know, <laughs> that's the problem. When you're young and bald, they don't always shine. Right, Sometimes yeah, there's some five yeah. o'clock shadow and that shit just yeah, looks bad. That's so, real. You know, it's, I'm, it's I'm, a lot of maintenance, bro. Like, you Keeping like I I, I low key gotta gotta uh, hit hit the yeah. hit the razor this weekend, but uh, whew, it's a lot of maintenance. It's all good. Live your truth, brother. You feel me? <laughs> so we have an incredible season. We have a lot of incredible content uh, coming for you all. So uh, thank you, of course, to the listeners for tapping back in. Thank you to any new listeners who are going to be joining us. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you leave a review on Apple. Make sure you hit that save download button so you can get notified when episodes are out. And, um, of course, as well, something that I'm very excited about. We are launching our Patreon, finally. Hey. We, we, we want to give y'all more content. You know, me, Savon, Nick, we, we love a lot of different things. On Stay Busy, we be talking about food, wrestling, be coming up, relationships, therapy, all that stuff. And so I want our Patreon to be... Um, an area where you can hear us talking about different things that you all are interested in as well. Some really fun, exclusive content coming for y'all. So that will be launching soon. As soon as you do subscribe, we will have multiple episodes for you. So you don't just come in and be like, all right, well, what did I pay money for? What's here? This is it's going to be shit there for y'all. Mm-hmm. So um, that that link will be posted. You could tap in. And thank you in advance to anyone who will be tapping into our Patreon um, make sure you check out all of our busy sessions and our YouTube shorts. Like I said, we had a very active summer bonus episodes as well. Review Drake, honestly, never mind. Interview Coast Contra, HD Ben Dope, Uche Malik, uh, Sunny MF, um, Will Cherry talked about the DJ Khaled album, talked about male R&B and toxicity and all that. There's a lot of content for y'all that is um, in, in the backlog, so make sure that you tap into all of that. Of course, shout out to the team. Nick Early, executive producing at a high level, as only he does. Kieran Hurley, VP of everything. Damn, you, um, Kieran and Nick's last name's Rhyme. I never realized that. Nick I, Early, Kieran I, Hurley. I, honestly, I was going to say, are they related? Because yeah. I've seen the two of them in a the room, yeah. and they ain't really looked yeah. like they had any relation, but the last names kind of threw yeah, me off. Yeah, I was like, I was like holy, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Siobhan DeShields, VP of engagement. Aaliyah Simone, VP data analytics. Jay holding it down on the engineering Whoa, we got a powerful team. I like I said, you niggas are in trouble. But um, of course, we gotta jump into some weather you likes. First weather you like of the season. Whether you like air conditioners or fans, watches or wristbands, going with the flow on vacation or making plans, bottled sodas or cans. Brother Savon, are you an air conditioner guy or a fan guy? I'm definitely air conditioner. Yeah, I as well. I grew up in like treacherous times, mm-hmm. and I remember when the fan only th- blew out like hot air. Yeah, bro. Like yeah, so yeah. Especially the, the ones that didn't spin, like yeah. them stationary fans. You yeah. had to angle it right. So you should be afraid of anybody who prefers fans <laughs> over air conditioners. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's a savage. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watches or wristbands? Um, surprisingly, wristbands. Mm. Uh, I think I haven't graduated to the watches just mm. yet. You yeah. know, I, I think that comes with the level of status mm-hmm. in, in certain spaces, yeah. right? Especially our space, music, yeah. media. Um, you can't walk around with just like anything mm-hmm. unless you, you're into it. So for me, wristbands. And I, I like to fidget. Mm-hmm. I like to fidget. And you can't fidget with a watch. Yeah. 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 Them shit's heavy. How about you? Um, so I, I, I stay with a wristband on me. I, I got a new one that says ambition fuels the journey. I nice. love it. Just reading it. Just always, just always a motivational thing. But I also keep an Apple watch on me nice. on dressy occasions. I'll switch it to, I, I forget the brand of watch. It's a nice mm-hmm. one. My dad gave it to me. 
Um, so I like both, but I've been a, like I keep, I've kept a wristband on my wrist for like the entirety of my life. So yeah. stay with a wristband. The Apple Watch is a new development. Got it. Um, so I'm probably definitely a wristband guy as well. How about uh, air conditioners? Oh, I didn't get your big your air take conditioner, on that. man. Okay. When, when I got an air conditioner in my room and I was young, it felt like a luxury, bro. Because okay. we because we used to have one of them cheap fans like thankfully it, it, it used to oscillate but like the, the fan was never enough <laughs> oscillate that's a funny word right I, I remember my dad said it one day i was like oh, that's a dope word oscillate <laughs> see my brain went somewhere else but i don't think there's the platform for that yeah save for patreon yeah, save yeah, for okay. patreon <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh yeah definitely a big air conditioner guy now vacations are you a going with the flow guy or do do you do you have the itinerary mm. by the hour I think it needs to be a balance. Mm-hmm. I think I can't just go and have nothing to do, but right. then I also need some time to not do anything. Yeah. So for me, I'm 50-50. If I had to had to choose, I do like a plan. Okay. I do like a plan on vacation. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. My first time in L.A., I, I, I had like had like one big thing per day that I was going to do. And then typically linking with people, it always evolves into more. Like you go out to dinner, mm-hmm. oh, oh, let's go hit a bar after. Or yeah. you go just – like it, it always became more. So I'm, I'm definitely a balanced guy as well. But I, I like to have specific – same. things that i want to do Same. each day but not like planned by the hour because then it starts to not feel like vacation it's like oh i gotta be here and i gotta be here and like oh, i can't be late here like it's too much a so. quick nugget i want to give to to people our age and in our spaces that are traveling right mm-hmm. do not be afraid of a tour guide yeah like look into wherever you go travel mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying don't just try to go out there and freestyle this thing yeah um yeah, because I, I was afraid to, like, dive into, like, excursions. Mm-hmm. That's the word you – that's the travel word. That's the buzzword when you travel. <laughs> Use the goddamn excursion pamphlet that they give you when you walk into a hotel. Yeah, um, yeah man, please. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, they really do make it easy for you to, to find shit. Restaurants, sightseeing. It's just nice. Like, all it's that, like, museums. I went to Puerto Rico, and I would have never understood the beauty of that island if I hadn't done an excursion. Mm-hmm. They take you into the hills, the mountains, you – um, rock climb, you mm-hmm. jumping off cliffs. Like, it's so many different things that you see. You think, all right, maybe I'll just walk down the street. I'll bump into it. But it doesn't really work like that yeah. because most places that are vacation, there are people who live there. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They're residents. Yeah. So make sure you do it the right way. Um, jump on the excursions, get a travel guide, tour guide, and have a blast. Absolutely. Lastly, bottled soda or a can? I'm not a soda guy, so I can't mm. answer this, bro. Okay. Okay. I can't. I can't. But when I was... Um, I'm gonna go with the bottle. Yeah, it just feels a little. Yeah, cleaner. I don't know. The the bottle is different. Like can soda, I don't know. There's something about it. Like I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but the bottle the bottles just feel like more more fresh. Like I don't know. The can is like at a summer barbecue. Yep. <laughs> like, I should you should only be drinking out of a can if you're outdoors. Yeah. If you're indoors drinking out of a can, I'm judging you because you really wanted that soda. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let's jump into this chat. We've been out of office and uh, quite a lot of music has dropped, notable music that is worthy of discussion. Some things, like I said, we touched on in some bonus episodes, but there are things that we didn't get to talk about. And I would like to hear y'all opinions and I would also like to share my opinion. So Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, the man came out of his, what, five year hiatus um, and dropped an album. And Kendrick releases are there are very few artists these days that have that when they drop, it feels like a major event. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kendrick's album very much so felt like an event. You know, he he's leaving TDE and just just all, all the hype surrounding it. He dropped the heart pipe part five leading into it. That had people going crazy. So Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, how'd you feel about Kendrick's album? Um, I thought it was a complete album. Mm. And I think that's high praise for somebody 
who normally drops complete albums, mm -hmm. right? It was lengthy, yep. which I'm not used to Kendrick doing that. I don't think anybody is to that degree. Mm. Um, but I thought it was a complete project, and it, it was nice to see him return. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, return. I liked it, too. Um, it's with, with artists like him, like, it gets really annoying that first week because it's so much hyperbole. People mm -hmm. either love it or they hate it. So I'll feel like if I love it, I'm, like, defending it. And then if I don't like it, I feel like I'm having to be defensive of my opinion. So I listened to it initially, and I liked it, and all the conversation around it bothered me. I revisited it recently in the gym, and I was like, oh, this is really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a big Kodak fan. He spazzed on Silent Hill, really mm -hmm. liked that. Uh, Purple Hearts, Summer Walker, and Ghostface Killer, love that. Die Hard yeah. with Blast and the other featured artists, that's really good. I, I put that on my uh, promo video for my birthday party, the wrestling one, because mm -hmm. it just sounded like the, the, the type of song they would have for a wrestling pay-per-view. And, mm -hmm. like, Kendrick's so good at getting into those different bags, too. Like, he'll give you the rappy rap track, like, Father Time or uh, N95, and then he'll mm -hmm. give you that pop kind of summer type thing. And, like, people were like, oh, there's no outside music on this Silent Hill and Die Hard are right there. Like, mm -hmm. Kendrick gave you a lot of different things on that. There was, there was some controversy with certain things he said, um, mentioning uh, his, his aunt uh, being transgender and mm -hmm. people responding to that and the fact that he had Kodak on a song doing an interlude. And, you know, one thing I think people don't realize is Kendrick, I mean, and everyone, like, these celebrities be, be friends with problematic people. Like Kendrick yeah. was defending Triple X Tentacion years ago when mm -hmm. Spotify didn't want to have his music on the platform. Like he was like, if y'all don't, if y'all don't let his music be streamed, like I'm gonna take my music off Spotify. And like, yeah. you know, and I think with this album too, what I really liked is Kendrick showed I'm not this guy who y'all make me out to be. Like people treat him like he's like malcolm x like martin luther king like he's this mm -hmm. he's this black you know super black you know kufi on like mm -hmm. he's he he's he literally said i'm i'm not your savior like I'm, I'm i'm not a perfect dude i have my flaws he met he had the uh drake and kanye line like i guess i'm not as mature as i thought i was mm -hmm. like stuff like that i really liked that he showed his 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 human side because he's he's not perfect like he stands for some noble causes he's a really intelligent dude he's he's definitely done a lot for the culture through music but He's not perfect, so I, I really appreciated the the human. It was a very personal album um, of his, so I, I really enjoyed that. I think Kendrick is such a deep artist, and I know that kind of sounds vague, but just follow me a little bit, mm -hmm. right? So a few years ago with the Triple X controversy on Spotify, um, one of the things that I remember sticking out to me is that it wasn't necessarily that he was sticking up for Triple X. It was more so the cause. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that separates Kendrick from everybody else. It's like, I'm not here to just do things. I'm about the cause. Mm -hmm. And the cause at that time was, yo, we have all of these artists from different time periods that have done X, Y, and Z, right? That are, are against humanity. Mm -hmm. It's nasty. It's atrocious. But we celebrate them. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to our artists, our community, we're quick to pull some shit down. So if you pull his shit down pull mine too not because i love him not because i want to support him mm -hmm. and i don't know their relationship mm -hmm. but from my optics from a front facing standpoint it was more so like all right cool just keep that same energy yeah and that's the thing i love about kendrick his he is the epitome of keep that same energy yeah. you get what i'm saying like mm -hmm. in his raps and his personality and his performances every time you see him you don't really have to question where he stands who he is and what he's about yeah yeah no, absolutely 100 percent agree uh beyonce renaissance man um that so she dropped Break My Soul in June, right yeah. around when Drake dropped Honestly Nevermind, and 
Everyone was like, oh, Drake heard the song and then he decided to do House Music 2. I don't give a fuck about that. Do you, like, what do you feel about that conspiracy? That they both knew that that type of music was coming, that it was planned? Like, what are your thoughts? Given that he wrote Heated, I, I'm sure he heard some of the music she was working on. Okay. Now, is that kind of vulture-ish? I guess, maybe, but, like, at the end of the day, like, Beyonce don't own house music. Like, if Drake want to make house music, he could do it, and he's always had very worldly tastes. Like, he spends a lot of time overseas, so I'm sure he's been out in clubs and fucking Ibiza and hearing that shit, and, like, he's always pushed the envelope musically. Like, he, he, he's been making different type of music throughout his whole career, mm-hmm. so, like, this, him doing it made, made sense, him doing that type of album, but, um... Beyonce come on Renaissance months later. I'm, I'm glad that they spaced it out too. Like I've been really sitting, well, honestly, never mind for a while. But Renaissance is it's amazing, man. Like that's a, that's gonna be on all, on my top on my top albums list at the end of the year. Like that run from Cuff It to I think it was it um, Cuff It Energy and then Break My Soul. Like that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Heated is amazing. I, I hope what we did with um, Thames Wizkid uh, at Essence in bringing it from 2020 to summer 2021, we got to do that with Heated into summer 2022 because she dropped at the end of the summer. So we ain't really get to sit with it like that. Mm -hmm. I ain't here at no day parties, no brunches. I also wasn't outside that much this summer. But Heated, we need to bring to summer 2023 because that song is absolutely incredible. Um, Plastic Off the Sofa, I mean, you guys have seen the fucking TikTok challenge. Like, what a vocal performance. Beyonce, like, showed niggas. And there's been people who've been questioning Beyonce's singing ability. We can't pay those people any money. Like, come on, man. Like, Like, come on. We, like... That's just, like... In your intro, you said responsible conversations. Yeah. It's irresponsible to mention those people. Honestly. We can't even pay those guys any money. It's just an objective, like, shut up. Just shut up, man. Like, like, y'all are crazy. But fantastic album. Mm. Really, like, you know, the the whole voguing-type music that that she did there. I mean, for me personally... My favorite uh, music from Beyonce is her ballads. You know, I love One Plus One mm-hmm. um, records like um, Halo and mm-hmm. All Cater to You, all that. So I would have loved like one ballad, just one like slow type record, but fantastic music, uh, great production, Thames and Grace Jones there, Beam on it. Um, I definitely would have liked a Drake verse on Heated too, just because I, I, I like Drake. And I, I heard the reference track. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. So I, I would have loved to see them collab on that, but really really great album i'm loving the upbeat energy that artists that drake beyonce and like calvin harris do um because you know in this era when it's very bad it's ballads it's slow it's very minimalistic and you know and we talked about i talked about it in the r&b episode like r&b has always had an upbeat element to it like you want to play r&b that you can hear to cook out and dance and two-step to like you know not just it's not always sit in your room and cry music, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not just sex music. Like you want to you want to hear some upbeat stuff too. So, I really like that they that they're kind of bringing that back. Um another album that I want to talk about just cuz I think it's fantastic. Ari Lennox Age Sex Location. Um me and Jay were talking about it a couple weeks ago. Jay like I was going to listen anyways, but the way Jay talked about it, I was like, "All right, I, I got to play this and Well, Jay's a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jay, yeah. Jay yeah. shot her shot. Yeah, met her and everything. Yeah, yeah. you you working. You working. Shout out to you, Jay. Shout out to see the thing is. Um but I, I think it's a really fantastic album. Uh, I love Shea Butter Baby and I know that Ari had been working for years linked up with Jermaine Dupri for Pressure. Like, well, what a great lead single. Um, I wasn't feeling hoodie that much, so going into it, I was like, all right, like, let's, let's, let's see what she's talking. She's talking on a sex location. It is a fantastic album. It's a great runtime. 
I love Lucky Day's feature, Chloe on there, uh, Queen Space with Summer Walker is fantastic. I, I like that she dropped an, an EP like a week or two before the album and mm-hmm. said like, just a little sample to hold y'all over. Um, but really, really great album. Like she she might have outdid um, Shea Butterbaby with this. She really might have. And Oh, wow. That's yeah. high praise. Yeah. That's super high praise. Yeah. Honestly, I think I, I love her transition in just becoming her, mm-hmm. being comfortable in her. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times over the last few years, the headlines were always predicated of outside stories. It wasn't about the music. It was about who she was affiliated with, yeah. some of her emotional uh, outbreaks or breakdowns. Yeah. And, and those are moments where, you know, we have the luxury of having those behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But somebody with those pressures, they don't have that luxury, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, I watched her Breakfast Club interview, um, I want to say a few weeks ago. And she was speaking about, hey, before I signed to J. Cole, I was driving Uber. Mm-hmm. I was a Lyft driver. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, and to most people listening, that's a lot more relatable than being a megastar yeah. on a label with mm-hmm. one of the biggest rappers in the world. Yep. So um, I, I think it's nuanced. Like, I'm a real big proponent for watching somebody's interview and then yes. listening to the music because I think it, it, it gives you a balance of who they are um, and what they want to be. And I yeah. think she's the perfect blend of that. It's like, all right, this is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. And you get to see my journey, mm-hmm. right? So give me grace. Yeah. Give me grace. And I think her music was a, a stark reminder of, um, you know, giving artists grace and allowing them to grow. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's very, very human. Like, she's not one of these. I love it. These artists who, like, acts above us and, you know, is living this or acting like she's living a luxurious life. Like, she's very open about everything. Internet gives her shit, a lot of shit for no reason, like, talking about her looks and all that. Like, and she's beautiful. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm just like, yo, <laughs> like she's fucking she's gorgeous. She's talented as hell. She feels like the homie, honestly. Like, she, 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 she dead just feels like the homie. So, it's it's weird for me to and weird for me to see people like trying to knock her down, especially a, a black woman like in the music industry. They they, they just deal with so much shit. Like just, let's appreciate this talent for who she is and the, and the fact that she's so willing to be vulnerable with us in the way that she is. So age, sex, location is hard. Are you did your thing? J Cole background vocals on there. Um, really really great album. Like for me, my favorite R and B album for the woman was um what's uh LMA's album called again? Oh, uh, damn, what is it called? I forget what it's called, but that that was my favorite. Uh, arm, Heart on My Sleeve. Yes, Heart on My Sleeve, LMA. That that was my favorite R&B album among the women. The women have been cooking this year. Kehlani, Amber Mark, um, Raven Lene, Sid. Really great albums from the women this year. Um, but Ari Lennox took the throne from me, so we're really rocking with that. Uh, Division, man, whew, they, have, they have been the talk of the summer. And I, you know... Listeners, I'm a huge fan. New listeners, if you don't know, I'm a huge Division fan. As a fan, it is it was really frustrating for me to see that they've been putting out great music for years, and the first time they really they're trending and a discussion is had about them, it's over. If I get caught now, what will I say about the song? I think the climate of R&B right now, with all these discussions about toxicity and the men are not giving all that. Leading with that, not the best for the climate. Do I think it's a bad song? I don't think it's a bad song. I don't love the song, but it got trashed because conceptually, it, it was kind of just like, why? Like, why Why did I have to do that? You know what I'm saying? Um, were, were they saying things that were real and relatable for some people? Sure. I just think the climate and the timing was really, really bad for that. 
Um, and I think uh, Jermaine Dupree put a tweet out like, yeah, yeah, oh, if y'all don't appreciate that, y'all don't appreciate R&B and the blues. Like, the, the, the one <laughs> thing I try to tell artists and tell people, don't try to insult listeners' intelligence. Like, if they don't like the song, they just don't like the song. Like, maybe they don't understand R&B and blues, but, like, regardless, like, a good song to someone is a good song to someone. If people didn't think it was good, it's just it's just not good. Like, that, that's all it is. People be trying to explain to people why they dislike something or why they don't have the palate to like something. And that, that's a kind of that's kind of whack to me. Like, if they don't like it, they don't like it. So if I get caught, they didn't get off to a good start. But the new one, What's Up featuring Jagged Edge, them niggas back on track. That shit is fantastic. And they they previewed it in, in December. They did an IG Live with um Justice because they're um, managed by Love Renaissance now. And they were playing that joint on repeat. I was like, yo, this is special. Whenever this drops, it's going to be crazy. Adding the Jagged Edge background vocals and ad-libs on it, it's fantastic. The video... They're, they're really trying to restore the R&B feeling that people want. Like, Daniel's sing, literally singing in the rain outside his girl's crib, and um, it's fantastic. So they, they definitely got back on track with What's Up. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this album, man. Executive produced by J.D., Brian Michael Cox, working with them. They've been in the studio with Usher. So if, if, if we get an Usher feature on there, and, like, with J.D.'s relationship with Mariah Carey, we might get a division of Mariah Carey record. Like, man, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So they, they didn't get off to the hottest start. I really like What's Up. I think with division, um, so so going back to how you kind of started this whole uh, segment or this point was if I get caught cheating, mm-hmm. right? For me, that song it felt like I don't know if you ever experienced this, but in high school, right? If you were on a sports team mm-hmm. and there was always that super senior who got left back and he was a little bit late mm-hmm. and he thought he was the man mm-hmm. when he was playing against all the underclassmen, mm-hmm. but it was just a tad bit late. It's like, bro, like, yeah, it's a nice effort, but mm-hmm. you didn't really do it when you were supposed to, how you're supposed to execute it. Yeah. That's what that song felt like to me. Mm. Um I think the sample was misplaced, misused. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I think that, you know, they they took the name Jay-Z and tried to amplify it with saying, hey, we got Jay-Z's blessing, and Mm -hmm. he thought it was great. Not really realizing, like, whenever an artist gives you the right to sample their music or anything, they get paid from it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think, and it it seems like, and I'm going based off of Jay-Z's current history, which is allowing the game to get eight samples or something crazy. Like, he's giving out his samples. He's like, yo, reuse my art, right? Mm -hmm. I think Jay-Z's at a point where, He's not as active, so he's allowing the current wave to reuse his art to keep his name in the conversation just to be relevant. It's it's all strategic, but that's mm-hmm. a whole nother story. With this song in particular, I wasn't a fan mm-hmm. like that. Um, like you, I'm a huge proponent for R&B. I do like Division. Mm-hmm. I think they're very hit or miss, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, and, and this song, for me, was just a big miss. Mm-hmm. But it hit because it created social commentary. Yeah. And They've never been talked about more than this. <laughs> unfortunately, that's like 60, 70% of the battle mm-hmm. in today's climate of yeah. being relevant socially. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very polarizing song, to say the least. Yeah, but that's that's like, that's good for them, though, because it's really just people weren't paying attention prior. Yeah. So yeah. being polarizing is like people are talking about you for whatever reason. Even if, it's, even if it's negative, it gives you a chance to bounce back, and they bounce back. Having Jagged Edge there, having their blessing, and um just the 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 whole rollout like they're strategically they're going about it the right way just the execution with if i get caught it 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 wasn't there but um and i i hope that they do get the flowers that they deserve Mm -hmm. because 
you know, a lot of people may not realize or know that they come from the OVO camp, mm-hmm. right? And when you're close to something, almost like the Ari Lennox conversation we had, when you're close or a part of something so massive, you can either get lost in translation, people may not really understand you for who you are. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this was really their introduction to the world. Yeah. And they didn't really get that just do standing next to the biggest artist in the world. So, yeah. you know, I'm rooting for their success, but that that first song, that that shit wasn't it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like that shit was like, yo, that shit came on the other day. I almost crashed my car. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I don't want to hear hove like this. Yeah, they 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 didn't use the sample right at all. Like they they might as well have not not use it, to be honest. So I agree. Um, two things I do want to talk about that weren't on the rundown, but just real quick. Um Bryson Tiller, man, um, he put out a new single outside, samples Ying Yang Twins, uh, Whisper Song, um, and that shit is fantastic. Like, it's 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 really great. And he's also featured on Nav's album on Reset. He's featured on ESTG's album on Sabotage. And, you know, there's been a lot of um, people calling Bryson washed up, saying he's done, he's run out of gas. That, that, that nigga's hearing you. <laughs> Y'all should be afraid. Like, but Bryson's coming back. He's 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 really coming back and like you niggas are all going to be like humbled humbled very fast like people trying to historically revise trap soul oh trap soul wasn't that good they talking about his sophomore album true to self they they're saying all these things about the man he was the one of the biggest things in the world in 2015 everyone has a story associated with trap soul everyone was trying to get the, the, the that Nike hat and bomber jackets because of Bryson Tiller like he was just he was just this thing and yes. You know, he he took time off. He wasn't releasing as consistently as maybe people wanted. But I, I feel like he's like he he he's back in a mode. It just feels like the energy is different, and he's like excited about music again. So you niggas should be afraid, yo. Yeah, I've been talking crazy about the boy for real. Um, I was really excited about that. I've been really loving outside and future man. He's on another crazy future run. Shoot it myself with ESTG. The song of real Boston Richie. I never liked you. I remember we talked about it with um, Nick and Nyla, and I was like, oh, "It was good. I, I like it. There's some great songs on there." That's like, it's currently my rap album of the year. Like, it's that album is growing on me heavily. Chickens mm. with ESTG mm. is fantastic. Future is like, he's he he's. It feels like he's like at that level he was in 2015, where like he he was the best rapper in the world. Mm-hmm. Like when on that crazy mixtape run, like he's 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 locked into a a different mode right now and it's it's just, it's just beautiful to see like he's really really rapping like mm. you know people love the the melodies r&b future and like the, the year that he's having has really made it difficult for me to decide do i prefer rap future or r&b future because that's he's rapping his ass off like he's he's really going crazy so um that's something that i've, I've really enjoyed but then he but then he, uh we'll, we'll wait for you with thames and drake is also one of the biggest songs of the year um, still on the charts, like you, you, you it, it's undeniable. Like Spotify Radio, I'll, I'll, I'll put on like a, a rap song, and Spotify Radio will put "Wait for You" in there. Like the, the the two shouldn't be playing after one another, but it's just like it's algorithm algorithmically so big that they it, it just it's regularly coming on. It's an undeniable song, um, and that's a great transition into our song of the summer discussion because I think that's definitely one of the contenders. It's it's definitely a different type of song of the summer. Like it's played outside a lot. It's it's a little slower though, obviously. Like, um, so it's it's definitely a unique contender for song of the summer. But that's one of my contenders. Obviously, uh, Glorilla uh, FNF is up there. Um, Burner Boy Last Last is just undeniable. Like, it's it's an anthem. It's just one of them things. You go out, you play it, and ev- everyone is screaming that uh, Ebo e- e- and Shio. Like, it's just it's it's just undeniable. So I would say those are my three contenders. Last Last is probably like 
objectively the song of the summer, but uh, FNF and Wait For You up there too. How about you? I think definitely last last um i have to put the global reach in there mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm gonna butcher this so i'm not gonna say it but i'm gonna give a shout out to the latin community because bad anything bunny. that bad bunny <laughs> is doing like yeah. again i went to puerto rico i've been to mexico i went to la anywhere that i go his music is everywhere yeah. right huge impact and then i think the other thing that really gave me the indicator that he's in that conversation is everybody he sells out Stadiums, mm-hmm. right? Yankee Stadium. He sells out stadiums. Madison Square Garden. He, he did, I think. I, it's like it's insane. So yeah. I want to include uh, two global artists and Bad Bunny and in Burna Boy, and yeah. then um, from like the domestic side. And obviously, these are global artists too. But um, I would like to say definitely Beyonce, "Break My Soul." Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. found myself singing it a few times. Yeah. And my dad looked at me like, "Yo, fam, <laughs> who's breaking your soul? Like, <laughs> what? Is, you you good? Like, you're right." Um, so I, I want to say Beyonce, "Break My Soul." Yeah. Um, and I'll probably leave it there. I feel like we haven't had one of those breakthrough, like this is number one. Um, I guess F and F would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Ice Spice. Oh, Munch. Munch. Yeah. I think Munch you is I was another. You? Yeah, <laughs> that's a big one too. So shout out to everybody who kind of had you know these big summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of new acts really like getting their praise. Thames. Thames has had quite a year. I'm, I'm looking forward to her new album. She's working on a debut album right now, so I don't know if it'll be out this year or next year. But I'm I'm looking forward to what she does because like Free Mind, Free Mind came out what 2020, and that's that's been yeah. playing right. Like I like well, when I first heard, it, I, I thought it was new. I was like, yo, like and I looked, I was like, this shit came out two years ago, and it's still like regularly in rotation. You can't go to a day party or a brunch without hearing Free Mind. So Thames is doing her thing. But listeners, we want to hear from y'all uh, what your vote for song this summer is. So follow us on IG, Twitter at Stay Busy Pod. We will have some some stories up, some tweets up. Let us know. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? Whether you agree with us or not, because um, I, I really want to I really want to know what y'all was outside being unscrupulous to this summer. So <laughs> let us know. Um, let's jump into this slide deck. What are we talking, Brother Frank Ocean? The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Mm. Damn, Nick. Well, what we at? We had like 1,500 days without Frank. <laughs> the counter is crazy. <laughs> Tell you we need to edit the edit the counter into the video. <laughs> oh man, first slide of the season. Very excited to play out some tunes. We gonna start with my brother here. Savon, what you got for us, man? This, uh... <laughs> hey man, so I'm a little biased. Uh-huh. And as you get to know me, I, I'm gonna lean into my bias. Uh-huh. But uh, not only my bias, but I think you know this this artist. She deserves. You know, we were talking about women in R and B, and I think she is. She she's arrived, but she's also still emerging. And I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of ears who who would be delighted if they heard some of her music. So uh, this is Kiana Lede, her most recent single, "Irresponsible." Great song, great video. Let's jump in. The good chance on us gave my trust. So in love, and it's difficult for me to open up. You were someone I thought was careful with me. Instead, you left me in pieces. If this ain't where you wanted to be, you should have had these. Making me fall, fall 
Yeah, man, that's Kiana. It's a tune, it's a bop, and she sounds really good. I, I love the concept of the song. So, yeah, please, make sure y'all go out and support that. Go support that queen. Yeah, I, I really loved her 2020 album, Kiki. That was mm. really good. She had a lot of great features on there. Black, Ari Lennox, Lucky Day was on it. Yeah. Um, fucking um, the video for Irresponsible was really good, too. Like I said, yeah, I rock with her. She's like, she, she's definitely one of the girls. Like, mm-hmm. still someone that people don't really know yet, but they should, because she's great. She's absolutely great. So, great selection for me. This is one of my favorite songs of the summer. Um, Calvin Harris dropped his album, Funkway Bounces, Volume 2. As a whole, I ain't really rock with the album that much. I mean, it's really hard to live up to the standards of the first one he dropped because that's just like a cult classic, like just incredible. But this record, Obsessed with Charlie Puth and Shinsia, is just fantastic. So we going to jump into that. <laughs> supposed to see him they uh global citizens fest he was there uh me and me and my boy ness went but the line was mad long and waiting in long lines was never my ministry but especially at this stage in my life like if if, if i'm going to a show you you got to let me into another entrance yeah, like you gotta yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. I, 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 v, vip is the minimum so. it's levels man show, show them the bag show them the blue check, <laughs> so, talk nice when i walk into the spot right so <laughs> I, I have no, no cap so I, I and it was mariah carey jonas brothers were there like that's a, that's a nice lineup. i was excited but i wasn't waiting that line so that's a nice nice lineup and i have uh two fun facts about charlie puth and calvin harris so i'll start with calvin harris mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan and mm-hmm. i think we need to get back to djs curating music in that way i think there's a big difference between calvin harris and dj Khaled, but that's a whole (laughs) nother conversation for a whole nother day um but calvin harris his real name isn't calvin harris um it's a stage name and Mm. the reason why he chose that name is because he wanted to appeal and again this is um let's not take this for fact go do your own research there's something that i read um is he wanted to appeal to a black audience Mm. 
right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to have a universal kind of name that mm-hmm. translated into the black community, uh, being that, you know, he he does music and he collaborates with a lot of artists from our community. So yeah. um, I felt like that was a really dope fact. And Charlie Puth, he's a songwriter, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing songwriter. And he actually wrote the song for Trey Song, Slow Motion. I yeah, know that. That's dope. he sang. Yeah, so he has a cover. A little bit, man. You know, I had to bring something to the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Charlie Poole, Calvin Harris. Those are some quick fun facts, man. That's dope. That's dope. I, I feel like Calvin is so talented. We would probably embrace him regardless of what his name was. But Same. like Calvin Harris, like that sounds like a fucking receiver for like Alabama. Like yeah. he has a football player ass name. It's the Jamie Foxx effect. Like his name was not Jamie Foxx, but he wanted you to look at the paper and say, "Who the fuck is that?" And Calvin Harris, mission accomplished. That's hard. That's hard. So, yes, that's our slide deck for the week. Of course, you can access those in our slide deck playlist available on all platforms. Uh, Forgot to mention the producers. We are very big on shouting out the producers on Stay Busy. Uh, Keanu Lede's Irresponsible was produced by Cardiac and Wu-Ten, and Obsessed was produced by Calvin Harris. Something that people, people be compared, like uh, Savon said, people be comparing him and DJ Khaled. And DJ Khaled has produced in the past. He's more of a curator now. But, like, Calvin writes produces mixes masters all that shit so like you give him his flowers he's not just putting people together like he's literally overseeing the entire music making process which is absolutely amazing because he puts together some great stuff so yeah you can access these in our slide deck playlist hit the link tree in our ig bio artists of course if you want to send some slides to us you can email us at staybusypod at gmail.com or dm us on twitter or instagram at staybusypod First board meeting of season four. Very, very excited now. We, as, as y'all are aware, you've been listening to this episode, we have a new face. Maybe not a new face to you, um, but we want to help you get to know our new friend of the show, Savon, a little better. So we have a game called Balder and Busier. Rapid fire. I'm going to ask you something. You answer. Real simple. You know what I'm saying? Let's so do it. Let's jump into it. Biggest pet peeve. Um, liars. Mm. Laziness. Yeah. The L's. The two L's, <laughs> if, yeah. If you're a liar and, and, and you lazy, you a loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, we might as well triple L's. L's. Triple L, like, triple up on it, yeah. Like, you, you got to pick a struggle. You can't be a liar and lazy. Like, pick a struggle. It's well, like being mean and ugly. Like, come on, man. Like, you make you make it hard to like you. But that makes sense. Mean and ugly? True. Like, I get why you mean, because right. you're ugly. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like, you can't be a lazy and a liar. Just choose one. Uh, over, under. Tom Brady. Over. Everything. I mean, I don't even know what the context is, but I'm a I'm a huge Brady guy. It's not looking too hot this season, man. He he, he looked like he don't want to be there. Shit, shit is rough at home. You know, fellas, <laughs> have you ever been to the workplace and your girl is just giving you hell at home? Yes. You can't focus. Like we're human. He's human. You can see the stress mm-hmm. in his face. So, Absolutely. but I'm always right with my guy. Shout out. And he's the opposite of lazy, right? He's the complete opposite of somebody that's Cerebral lazy. So, kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's been yeah. great for a long time. Undeniable. I hate him, but uh, he's been. Great for a long time. Favorite bald celebrity? You know, I feel like you set me up, so I'm going to give you a curveball. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give All you right. a curveball on All this right one. All right, now. I'm going to go with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh. Okay. I'm, I, I feel like his baldness supersedes everything else. Mm. 
because when you see him, you don't think bald. You think The Rock, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He, he doesn't get defined by his baldness, and I think that's what all bald niggas like, aspire to do. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to see me and see my head. <laughs> I want you to see me and see me. Yeah. And so for that reason, I'm going to give it to Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, because we just see him for who he is, mm -hmm. unlike some of the other people in our community. Yeah, that's the, he's, he's definitely a legendary bald nigga, like... And and it's like you got to be careful what you say to him too, because like his biceps are massive too. Like I, th I think it's just a, a respect thing. Like if Kevin Hart was bald, people would say it all the time, nigga five four. But the Rocky, you're not gonna be like, hey, what's up, bald? And like yo, know, <laughs> yeah. put you in a sharpshooter real quick. Like you know, you don't want those problems. Like you know what it is? It might be you don't see bald, you see pecs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You yeah. don't see head, you see chest. Yeah, yeah. You don't see head, you see tries. Yeah. Like, I never want to see a nigga from the front and see his triceps. Yeah, honestly, bro. Like, that's him. <laughs> like, oh, my God, how did we get here? He's, he's different. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather text message or phone call? Uh, depending on who it is. Mm, I feel that. But rapid fire, so I'm going to just say text. Because I don't want to be on the phone with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, like, will just really talk. Like, I, I like to keep my phone calls quick. Like, get to the point. You know, we can exchange pleasantries, small mm -hmm. talk, whatever. But just get to the point. Like, and that, that's why I really love voice noting. Because it's like a happy medium between texting and phone calls. So if I don't want to text something, I don't want my emotions to be misconstrued, then I'll, I'll send you a voice note. But, like, some people be sending long-ass voice notes where it's like, we might as well just have a phone call. Like, baby, I love you. Jenny sent me, like, a six-minute voice note one day. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love her though. It's okay. I, I listen to every second. I always listen to everything. Um, Co-host with the best style on the Need to Know podcast. Oh, that is tough <laughs> because all of them have really, really amazing different styles. So that's, that's a fly ass show, man. So what I'm gonna say is my criteria is who would I dress like or who would I want to dress like because mm -hmm. they all have dope styles like yeah. Devon Terrell Reggie and Alex they look amazing mm -hmm. each and every week but I'm gonna go with Reggie mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it to Reggie big drip I, I love I love how Reggie you know because you know what it is she doesn't ever look the same mm -hmm. even if she wears the same fit yeah. like she looks like a completely new person every time she steps out the house yeah i know she puts a lot of thought a lot of effort into it yeah. and she has the most i think she's probably the most versatile out of the four of us meaning yeah. she could step into like a ballroom mm -hmm. and then go to a hip-hop show and then go out to dinner and she'll encapsulate whatever that moment is so yeah. i'm gonna give it to the big homie reggie Absolutely. but don't sleep on alex and devon terrell either it's dope that she like makes clothes too i remember she took like a green pair of basketball shorts and turned it into like a top that's so I was like, Yo, that's, that's different yeah, like yeah. I, I i wish i had the the focus and the time to like make my own clothing mm -hmm. um but yeah regina's fly as hell so absolutely um what is a bad habit that you're trying to break oh <laughs> a bad habit that i'm trying to break uh inconsistency okay right i think that would be the one i'm very consistent in some areas but I think for me, um, I can also be inconsistent because I work at such a high level that sometimes you fall short. And mm -hmm. when you fall short, it's like, all right, I'm not falling short because I don't want to do. It's probably because I'm doing great things or good things or aspiring to do something else on the, the another side. So mm -hmm. I think uh, eliminating some of my inconsistent habits. I feel that. I feel that. Favorite meme of all time. Oh, favorite meme. I don't know if it's necessarily a meme, but more like a gif. Mm -hmm. 
You know the Kevin Hart where he's crying and he's laughing and he's reaching out and he looks like he's crying but he's laughing. No, is anybody following me? Well, that if you type in "crying of joy," okay. that meme will come up of Kevin Hart and he looks. And yeah, I don't know why I relate to that so much, but that's the first <laughs> thing that that came to I'll mind. Check that one out. Check that one out. Okay. I, like I think I know what you're talking about, but I just I don't remember it in this moment. That's all good. Um, and lastly, this is a this is a spicy one. Are you a bald, busy bachelor, or are you bald and betrothed? Um, <laughs> I, I never want to refer to myself as a bachelor, <laughs> but if you are, if this is a speed dating question and you're asking if I'm single, I am currently in that space of of exploring and finding my queen. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, Kikiano of the day. <laughs> you, you, you're on the clock. You are on the clock, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's gr- really great to have Save on here. Um, we have a really, really great season coming for you guys. You know, I think, and he can relate to this as well, podcasting is still relatively new. Um, it is blowing up. Celebrities are all like, yo, we need to have a podcast now. And so as the space evolves and, you know, you start it, you, you, you're learning along the way. You're trying different things. You're eliminating things. You're testing different things out. It's, it's fun. It's a great learning experience. It's, it's like, it's, I, I describe it as like a college class with, with a fucking discussion and with labs and mandatory office hours. Cause you just, if you really want to make something of this, you have to put so much time into this. You have to pay attention to the analytics. You got to look at when your, your followers are most online to post something like there's just, there's so much learning going into it and stay busy. You know, we came in, and, you know, I really loved the support that we had. People really fucked with the show. And, you know, one of my favorite things that people say, a compliment for us is like, y'all are so dope. Why aren't y'all bigger? Because I'm like, I love that. I love that y'all see the vision. I love that you see, you know, our high production value, the structure and organization that we put into it. But, you know, I, I find myself asking myself, why aren't we bigger either? This is the season that we get bigger. This is the season where we really start to move the way that this show, like the trajectory that we know for this show, this like this is the season where we really take shit to the next level. So having you here is a big, very big part of that. So very thankful for you. Um, and yeah, we're just looking. We're honestly looking to bring in a lot, a lot of artists as well. Like doing the busy sessions interviews has been fun. So we'll kind of be morphing that into our our original content and having more artist interviews here. Um, some really really cool stuff. We'll still be bringing on some 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 journalists and some other other people because we still want to expose y'all to different areas within the music industry but i uh, really want to talk to more artists um and kind of get that that in front of y'all introduce y'all to some cool ones and then also get some of your favorite artists in here too um so that's that's the vision for season four and i want to ask man I, I know we talked about this um in our in our meeting when we put it together but um it's kind of like your 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 uh your entrance interview okay. <laughs> so um you you've supported the pod for a while like i'm so thankful before we launched i got to come on need to know and promote it but like what what is it about this show that you were like i want to sit on this couch Mm. and talk with armand and just be be a part of it well the thing that really intrigued me outside of like the work ethic of you nick and your entire team um the thing that really intrigued me is just the the level of care that you go about the product right and so for me as somebody who's worked in podcasting in all facets whether it be music independent corporate um on air behind the scenes like i've literally touched every single aspect of a podcast um so it's easy for me to spot the ones that are gonna sink or swim Right. And I feel like, you know, regardless of the numbers, I know you said, hey, um, why aren't we bigger? 
right? Those are the questions that you ask yourself. Those are the questions that some of the listeners, supporters ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a natural question when doing this and, and being in this space, especially when you don't already have an audience to translate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in podcasting, like you'll see some of the celebrities, rappers, entertainers, musician, actors, they'll do a podcast, but they're just manifesting or, or bringing trans, uh, transitioning their audience from one to another where you're building it out the mud, right? Mm-hmm. People who are being introduced to this podcast are literally being introduced to you for the very first time and you're establishing establishing connections with them in a way that somebody who was a, a former artist, athlete, rapper, whatever, they have an advantage. So um, just to kind of answer your question as simple as possible is because I believe in what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that you do have produced responsible conversations because I think a lot of people in this space have a lot of irresponsible conversations um, on, on, on high levels, mid-tier, whatever level you think about. I feel like, you know, some people just get microphones and they just go and they talk and they don't care about what they put out into the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel every time you and Nick step into the studio, y'all care about what you put out into the world. And so I only wanted to be a part of something of, of that magnitude where they care. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about what it could do for me personally this isn't a personal thing this is genuine like yo i fuck with what you're doing i love how you move i believe in what you do i'm a fan of you guys and so i just wanted to be a part of it in any way that you would have me yeah. whether it be behind the scenes or doing this on a microphone so uh i hope that answered your question my absolutely brother. did absolutely <laughs> did <laughs> uh regina put out a tweet the other day that i loved it was um people love letting you know that they hate uh, podcast just stop listening bro and i think as we see so many podcasts popping up a lot of irresponsible ones like you said everyone's talking about dating and men eat steaks women eat salads like just dumb shit just a lot of dumb conversation like i understand why people hate podcasting but all podcasts get looped into it and i i i don't i don't ever come out and say like we're not like them like we're different like i don't feel like i have to defend that because if you listen then you know but for you, especially having worked with one of the biggest podcasts in the world, Need to Know is on the rise. All Arby's clips going viral. Kim Kardashian retweeting out all that. Like you're you're a part of some really big conglomerates. Like how do you kind of navigate the the criticism? Because I'm, I'm I'm sure that there be some haters in, in y'all comments sometimes, mm-hmm. just saying wild shit. So how do you how do you look at the criticism of podcasting and how do you navigate it? I also want to just add HBO podcast. Yes. Uh, all right. We just had Game of Thrones was number one. I'm a part of that team too. But yes, answer your question. Uh, <laughs> Flex, nigga. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just little the bit, resume. Uh, <laughs> but how, how do I handle it? Well, um, you know, a lot of people scrutinize uh, Joe Budden mm-hmm. for whatever, or they're huge fans. Like he, he's one of those polarizing figures. But uh, one of the things that I got to see up close and personal is how he handles it, right? And so I think that prepared me uh, just from watching from afar, seeing some of the things like, you know, there's been times where I've seen things online about Joe um, that I knew were completely false, Mm -hmm. completely false, right? Um, And he just had to go about business you know he he didn't stop in some instances and um you know this isn't like a, a joe Bunn appreciation segment but right. you know he played a real big part in how i navigate some of the negativity that may come your way um because you know he, he's gone through it at a high level and being around that you know um being in those rooms with him while news is breaking about him on the internet it's like, I, I don't know how I would function. You know, I, I feel like, you know, somebody like myself, I'm a little bit more of a recluse when things come my way. And I think seeing that up close and personal on a high scale 
it's like, all right, you can weather the storm. You can manage the ship. Um, and, and also, when you go outside, right, we were blessed to throw a Need to Know podcast mixer this summer, and we Great got event. to really touch the people. Great event. Thank you. And, and see the community and, and know how we affect people's lives. Like, you know, it's still a little bit surreal when people ask to take a picture with me mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, almost like the Ari Lennox effects. Fam, I was just in my boxes playing 2K. <laughs> like, you want a picture with me? Yeah. But I appreciate it and I understand, you know, the impact that we have on people. So, um, you know, it's a catch-22. It's, it's a balance and it, it's a silver lining and everything. And so I think you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree. That's um introduction to our guy. Um, really, really great to be back potting full time. Life has just gotten like really good for me. Like, um, just to give y'all like a little bit about me this year. Um started the year making sixteen dollars an hour writing. Jumped up to fifty dollars an hour. Now I'm a salaried writer, like on a staff, the Vibe magazine staff, which is incredible. Just look around the office seeing black people was amazing. Um, just feeling empowered, feeling valued, like knowing I'm adding value to something that is historic. And it feels like a full story, uh, full full circle moment having intern at the source five years ago and working for another historic magazine. So just a lot of elevation around us. Um, and like I said, this season, bigger than ever, busier than ever. Um, so again, really, really happy to be back with y'all potting full time. You are going to see me way more often. Like I said, when that Patreon link comes out, make sure you subscribe to that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Stay Busy. We are bald and busy season four. And, yeah, I'm just really, really excited to uh, to get going. So for Armand, for the dog Savon, uh, we want y'all to stay safe, stay humble, stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. Yeah, yeah. I'm now yeah, in the world staying yeah, yeah. busy. Monday's 9 a.m. Monday's 9 a.m. Party with the gang. Every week, tell a friend. Every week, tell a friend. Busy over everything. Busy over everything. Busy boys, I to call now. Ain't you heard? Got the slides, got the slides. I'm the size, I'm the size. Running down, down. No, we hold it down. Baby girl, baby girl.